Hi, Precious. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, good deal. How are you doing this this beautiful day? <laughs> I am feeling fantabulous, Miss Tisha Thomas. That's good. That's good. <laughs> well, yes, wanna, happy to be here. Well, I want to thank you for agreeing to uh, do this interview with the Sacred Treehouse. As I've been mentioning with each interview, the month of August, um, well, the theme for the month of August for the Sacred Treehouse podcast is entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and bringing those everyday people who have um, skills and talents and gifts, bringing them out of the shadows, you're in the community, into the light. Uh, and using the Sacred Treehouse podcast as another platform to help um, just, again, uh, get you some uh, attention and also to help begin to, uh, with your business in particular, to help market and advertise uh, your business. So welcome and thank you. And as we begin to get started, I want to explain the episode's title. So, Manifesting a Business Through Conscious Thought. Mm -hmm. So, with every episode, I explain to the listeners that before I choose the title and before I begin to um, get my questions together, I pray and I meditate and as I was preparing for our interview, I pulled a um, a yoga card. Hmm. And the yoga card is Ahimsa. And okay. Ahimsa basically means compassion. It means nonviolence. It means, you know, love. And it also means um, being aware of your thought process so that you can choose consciously. Wow, that's perfect. Yes. That's and so perfect. The, the first portion of our talk or this interview is about manifesting. So I want to introduce my dear friend, my sister, Precious <laughs> Ward, to my listeners. Um, she is the owner and operator of Overdress Couture. And when I tell you I've seen I saw how she got this off the ground running, she was um, knee deep in getting all of the necessary materials to get her business up and going. And so I want to introduce yes. you to my listeners and to the world. And Precious, I want to just begin by um, ha- giving you the opportunity to tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. Well, hello, everyone that is listening. And I am so grateful and excited for this opportunity to be on this platform in this beautiful sacred tree house with my dear sister and precious who is precious i am an exuberant ball of energy i am the joy bringer Ooh, I, I like that i am the joy bringer wherever i go i am i am the healer i am the compassionate one and i and i'm the person who loves to bring out the beauty of everything Mm, I love that. That's who Precious is. That's beautiful. I love that. Thank and you, you are. Thank <laughs> you. you. Are. <laughs> I can. Yes. 
I can definitely attest to that. You are. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, I just take that, that light with me wherever I go. You know, um, I'm, I'm a, for those that don't know, I'm a mother. I'm about to be a mother to be again for the third time. I'm, I'm a lover of people. I love, I love people, and, um, and I, and I love to celebrate life. That's why. Mm. Yes, that's good. You are most mm. definitely. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, with um, your personality and who you are, what inspires your passion for? Um, you know, the, the cliche term, your passion for fashion, if you will. So what inspires that? What inspires um, you to create within Overdress Couture? You know, that's something that has always been there. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know that that was there in me, that that love. That's been there since I was like a little girl. I would beg my mom to buy me these little plastic heels when I was maybe four or five and I'll just walk around and prance in those outside and I wanted the baby dolls or the Barbie dolls that had the little outfits I could change. I don't know if y'all remember that. I'm, I'm a proud 90s kid so I was that girl who did that and my grandmother <laughs> would tell me how they would go in this store, it doesn't even exist anymore, called Zodi's and I would get lost. She couldn't find me and I would be in the dresses. Mm. She, said, she said I would be shopping like a grown woman in in the dresses and I wanted a dress I wore a dress wherever we went if I could or a bathing suit those my those my my pieces of choice a bathing suit or a dress and so as I got older um I was that teenager that was in dealers in the formal section with my best friend trying on dresses and and as I became an adult I was that best friend that always would you know like girl that look good let's put this together this is what I brought you know and so I was just always like just being that person you know to put outfits together you know curate collections together without even really thinking about that's just what I do Mm -hmm. that's just already there in me so like people inspire me um um different colors different experiences the seasons the colors it's it's so many different reasons but I would say that love that I've had since a little girl in just people people um inspire me um to have that passion for fashion and for me it's not just you know dressing up the outside appearance I want to bring out what's on the inside of that person that's interesting um because I recently did an interview with another friend and she um, she spoke about how when she was a little girl, she loved to braid and it was always in her. And I like to think about how we come here perfect. Yes. But somewhere we forget, but we always come back around to that because it's almost like you're not learning a skill. You're just remembering something mm-hmm. that's already in you. It's innate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I also want to know, so as I was mentioning earlier, you know, the first portion of this interview is about manifesting and, and the title, um, basically manifesting a business through conscious thought. Um, I want you to tell listeners how you fine tune your inner monologue to manifest your highest desire. So you've already kind of taken us through 
Who Precious is, um, and then how you've come to love fashion. But now that you're here, how do you begin to really manifest your desires? Because it's one thing to have this passion and this drive and to know that it's in you, but how do you begin to manifest it, to really see that um, come into reality? I want you to, and then uh, tell listeners how you deal with that internally. Mm. Okay. That's the, that's the picture. Um, I began to, well, the vision came to me. The vision came to me in 2017 to get boxes. And I didn't understand mm-hmm. what that meant at that time, but just to get boxes and to put outfits together to make it easier for women to select outfits for themselves. Just something as simple as t-shirts and accessories or dressing accessories and something as simple as that wasn't as easy as I thought it would be so I now just bit like I've, I started just seeing myself telling myself I have a woman wanting me mm-hmm. I, I, I have you know everything that I that I know right now that's enough for me to to service women with what they need and I just started seeing myself you know um, finding those right pieces for that person that's coming to me for a special event or just because they they want a new piece for their wardrobe. So I started just seeing myself, you know, as a successful personal stylist, as an entrepreneur, despite all of the challenges and obstacles that may seem that be in my way, you know, let me let me deal. I'll deal with that and get over that instead of, and I accept it like, okay, this is right there. And let me find a a way to really overcome this and not let it stifle me Mm -hmm. or debilitate me. Um, because that, that's not real, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm, so I always, I always now just is real conscious and aware of those thoughts that try to come to me like oh you can't do this oh this this is what you need you you need this x amount of money you need this no I have resources I can do so I just really just started seeing myself doing it and seeing those resources and things coming to me um and just feeling my way through it and then letting the spirit just guide me on what's the next best decision to do um and um that's my my inner dialogue is you know I can accomplish anything if I could be a mother I can do anything because that's the hardest job in the world. So I said, if I could, if, if I could be a mother, I can be an entrepreneur. I can be a fashion stylist. I can do this. Right. I can do in, in your words, ain't no hood like parenthood. Right? Ain't no hood. No, ain't no hood like parenthood. So I'm like, no, <clears throat> if I could be a mother, I could work any job in this world. But to be a mother, that's the hardest job. I, I tell myself, I can do this. Mm-hmm. God gave this gift to me. This is my gift. This is my talent. So to so to let a negative thought come in and say, "Oh, you, no, you can't do that. You ain't good enough." No, that's to diminish the spirit that's within me, the God that's in me. Mm-hmm. So I don't Amen. let those. Yeah, I don't let those roadblocks. I, I will climb. I will climb over those roadblocks. Mm-hmm. So, Amen. so that's how I manifest my desires. 
That's absolutely perfect and beautiful. Um, because I think people need to know how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because those thoughts and fears, they will come. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. people need to know how to deal with it. And if not how they should deal with it specifically, at least an example of it. Fear is going to be there, but the way to combat it is to is to face it, to, a, to acknowledge it, so it won't debilitate you. So it won't handicap you. Yes. Because if you do, because if you do, you know, you it will just completely just overcome your whole entire be, being and it will just it'll it'll stop you at a halt. So the the two things that I know for sure that combats fear where you really have to destroy it with courage and mm-hmm. to trust. Mm-hmm. I mean what trusting yourself first, whatever your Whoever your your higher source is, whether it's God, yoga, Jesus, whoever, tap into that. Mm, that's some good advice because that's so true. Mm-hmm. To help you along the way. Yeah. And, and in that process, you will go beyond knowing what you already know that's before you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. So before we even get into... Um, the next next portion uh, of our talk of the interview, I want listeners to know <clears throat> um, the title of the podcast um, was it was inspired, of course, from a conversation I was having with my daughter. Mm-hmm. But then, but it was driven by something you've always told me. Oh wow! Okay, what was that? We we said many things to each other. I know, so that's why I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> okay. So I, every time you you know wherever I've moved and you've come, like especially when I moved here to Houston, um, and you came to my apart, my first apartment, you was like, oh, this is like a treehouse. <laughs> yes. And you it said, is. and you said, Kisha, everywhere you move, you're in the trees. Yes, you are, and, and it's a beautiful tree. It is. And I said, I love, because I love trees. Like I've I've Mm -hmm. always loved being in nature, surrounded by trees. And for those of you who do not know, I am from Arkansas, which is the natural state. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful women from the the natural state, right? If you don't, (laughs) if you don't know, now you know. Okay. Now you know. (laughs) And so I've always just enjoyed um, nature and, and, in more than anything being surrounded by trees and so everywhere I've moved and not even really consciously trying to do it that's what's so crazy mm-hmm. um I've always been surrounded by trees even in our home now we got a big beautiful backyard trees mm-hmm. are surrounding us we got yes um, a pear tree we have a black yes. tree like we have yes. trees and you everywhere. manifested that you manifested that I did we have a magnolia mm-hmm. tree I love magnolias like mm-hmm. every, every spring when they bloom, oh, it's just the best. Just so, like home. Just like mm-hmm. home. It mm-hmm. is. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. And so and so as we uh, move into the next portion, I just want listeners to know um, uh, a little history about where this, the, the title of the Sacred Treehouse came from. So like I said, it, it came from... Um, a conversation I was having with my daughter but it was already there because of 
what you had told me before that I didn't mm-hmm. notice until yes. you brought it to my awareness. Yes. And and we painted we the first time I went to a wine and paint experience, you took me there and we painted a tree. We painted a tree. We sure <laughs> did. And I, we sure did. And I still have that tree. Me too. I'm looking right at it. Exactly. I'm looking right at it. That that tree goes everywhere with me because it is near and dear to my heart because the tree represents all the different seasons of life and it was just a it was just a beautiful experience and then it was it was with you yes and tr- trees to me represents being rooted and grounded mm-hmm. it represents uh, nourishment protection mm-hmm. um, it represents life because we all the changes of life. Live. We wouldn't be able to live on this planet without trees. Like, no. how, how crazy is that? Trees are the oldest thing on this planet. And they so we wouldn't us. be able... Exactly. We wouldn't be able to uh, live on this planet without it. But I don't want to get too much into that because this is about you today, my dear sister. <laughs> so <clears throat> the next portion of this talk is about um, a mirror. Okay. And so I came up with this... Uh, particular part of our talk because as you just mentioned with fine tuning your inner monologue Mm -hmm. to manifest your desires um, I want to talk about how we are literally mirrors like everything that and we had a brief conversation this morning about that when Mm -hmm. you were telling me hey I need to look at myself to see what I uh, what negative thoughts I'm having to to be experiencing this. Mm-hmm. So I want you to kind of talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, everything, everything, and every one of us here on this planet is connected in some way. Every decision that we make, every move that we make, it, it affects us all in in some way. So, um, you know, it, going back to you know like negative thoughts and negative. Is- experiences I just question myself like okay what is this something deep like you like you you, po- you pose that question okay maybe there's some deep unconscious you know thoughts that you're having or maybe it was a lesson for me you know one one of the others so I was like okay let me see what this is mirroring back to me so I can learn from it so I can something that you also taught me so I can think differently about it so I can respond differently to it mm-hmm and not let that you know make me feel downtrodden or you know or bring me down let let me let me you know let me get to the answer of that so I can move past this so um this this thing called life you know the L in life is lessons there's so many lessons every day to show us and and we have it in all the different mirrors that we see and the people that we interact with so Mm -hmm. so so yes Yes. So that's that's what it is for me. It's seeing the lessons in in all of the mirrors that comes before my life. It's um, just easy to feel like the victim and get angry and upset as to why me, what was me, why is this happening to me? Right. Not being a victim, but understanding mm-hmm. that everyone that you encounter is a mirror. Yep. Um, because we fragment ourselves so much, we don't see the totality and the wholeness of who we are, which mm-hmm. means that there you do have um, some you do have 
some negative things in you. And when people mm-hmm. come to you and you feel like they're being negative or um, mm-hmm. they're being cynical or they're being judgmental, then you best believe that's in you somewhere. Oh, yeah. Cause because we have a lot of... Go ahead. I was going to say, if you can see it in them, it is definitely in you because as you oh, mentioned, yes. we're connected to everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If someone's being critical to me, I'm like, okay, where am I being critical of myself? Someone judging right. me. Where, where, where am I judging myself? Because we have a lot of errors in, our, in the human mind. And so, you know, when those errors, you know, come up, it's like, okay, you know, let me, the, doing the wrong thing. Okay, I did the wrong thing. Let me do the right thing. But let me try to do it in, in another way. Let me try to think of it in another way, you know? And so, just because every thought that we think, every word that we speak, it's like it's like cookie dough. You know, it's gonna it's gonna come out. It's gonna be shaped in some way. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And, and so we have to change that, you know. But it's all about you. Got you got to catch it first. Yes, most definitely. Mm-hmm. We've already moved into this next portion, which is mirror. Okay. And when I think about that, what you just told us and what we just discussed, I think about your uniqueness. And okay. so one of the, the questions that I wanted to pose is how does your uniqueness contribute to the unique services you provide through your business? Because that's a mirror, like your uniqueness. How mm. does that contribute? Ooh, Kisha, that's juicy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's real juicy. Um, I, I just see things differently. Like I can just... I just see things in people. I don't know how, Kisha. I just see it. I just see, you know, the beauty in people. And I just try to do my, I, my uniqueness is just doing my best. When you come to me, you come in because you want the best. Mm-hmm. And you want the best to be brought out in you. And so my, my uniqueness is thinking about which planet is aligned for that day, for your okay. day. Mm-hmm. My, my, my uniqueness is thinking about, okay, what is your intention? Yes. For for yeah. this outfit, for this photo shoot, or for your baby shower or birthday? What is your intention? How do you want to feel? What you know? What do you want people to perceive when you walk through that door? Yes, I love that. So it's all of it's not just about. Like I said, it's not just about me dressing you up on the outside. It's about that intention, you know, dressing you on purpose and then the joy comes after. So what are what are some of the services you provide? So the services that I provi- provide is, um, number one, I curate outfits that's already put together. You know, so you just need something, you know, simple and quick. Don't need to think about it. I take the, take the you know, like the stress of the shopping experience. Okay, so I, I want you to repeat that one more time. You said number one, what? Number one, I, cu- I curate outfits, like collections. Like I have collections of, of outfits, you know, for women to come and choose that want to shop. The other service that I provide is um, personal styling. Um, if you have a special event or occasion that's coming up and you have a specific vision, or um, a look that you want, I help you put that look together. And it's mm-hmm. your look. It's your collection and I present to you. And so um, you don't have to go out and and do the groundwork. I do the groundwork for you. I bring bring it to you. One of the things I would like to um, mention to the listeners is that 
Precious is really gifted in this. Like she can see your body type and mm-hmm. she because she has styled me before for several things for my um my maternity shoot even before then like but definitely here lately my maternity shoot and then for the the date night when I wore the little black dress mm-hmm. um, so she does have a gift for this she can see your body type and then um like like she mentioned she sees what you should have on how it should fit how it should look mm-hmm. and it always every every single time it always came out very um be fitting to my shape mm-hmm. um and, and to my body type so and that's a very good gift because so often people are like oh well you know this looks this may look good on you but you know what would look good and what will fit a person's yes. body type yes yes and some women just don't know and they get discouraged when they go out there and go shopping and it's not a lot of options like it used to be everything Mm -hmm. um is online and then with the pandemic a lot of dressing rooms are closed and so we all have unique needs and I don't want women to feel discouraged by the the permutations the size labels that's in the clothes and I want them to recognize that and accept it that you know don't feel like it's the clothes you know it's the clothes or, or your body that doesn't fit you have to find the right fit for your body Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to help. And I want to help you. I want to assist you in doing that. I was a bra fitter for um, three years, and that gave me my background in, in fitting women of all shapes and sizes. Um, and that helped me to learn, you know, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. women need. And because it's, it's, if you know, you can have on uh, a dress or a top, but if you don't have the right undergarments, that's another part of it too. Mm-hmm. That's true. To, he- to help you dress right for your body type, and so that's that's one um, unique piece. I think that's very important. That's why it's called overdressed couture because couture is fit to match your clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and then the overdressed part is just you know you're gonna stand out in your intentions and your purpose. You're gonna be overdressed, and you're gonna have them, your outfit fitting just right for you, hitting in all the right places that you want. I, I want you to also share with listeners how you came up with the name of your business. So goodness, that's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so overdress, okay. Like Miss Thomas said, we from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And when we used to go out, I mean, we, we had the, the best hole in the walls in town. Yes, and we did. So, <laughs> and so, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of places to shop, but the places we would go to, uh, I'm just going to shout out Dime One because that was a black owned uh, business uh, that we loved. We would go there. We would even go to Rainbow, whatever. But we always put the best outfits together. When we got together, when we walked up in the spot, we always felt overdressed. Everyone else would have jeans on, something simple, but we would always be overdressed like we belonged at a posh LA nightclub. Mm-hmm. Every single every single time. And this started from the time we was, you know, 18 on up. Like it just never, it never stopped. We never, we always was dressed above the standard whatever mm-hmm. we always went went above the dress code 
Yes, that is so true. <laughs> and yes, and so you know, even even my, my grandmother, she's the queen. Like she would check us. She would check our outfits. Like Mm-mm, no, we need to put this color with this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and so having having you know, um, and my grandmother, you know, helped me or whatever. That that's where I also learned fashion and um, you know dressing from her because she is a diva. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she should be. <laughs> she she her, will not let you. <laughs> in her seventies, she is a diva, honey. Yeah. Oh, she's eighty. She's eighty now. Oh, that's right. Well, she oh, don't look eighty. <laughs> oh no, she yeah, she look she she. I'm telling you, she got the founder youth, y'all. She is beautiful mm-hmm. to this day, and so that's where that came from. We always overdressed wherever we went, and um, I get it from my mom. My mom would put on a dress going to the emergency room. She said, "If I'm a die, I'm a look fly." I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so so I get it. I get it from from the great mothers in my life. You know, you don't ever ever walk out of this house looking less than your best okay mm-hmm. even if that just means washing your face brushing your hair putting some decent clothes on you you get dressed for your life there you go I love that that's perfect you get dressed for your life I hope for your life <laughs> yes get dressed for your because your life is a gift yes it is so wrap it up wrap it up nice mm-hmm. I love that I really love that <laughs> so I want so before we kind of because we're wrapping up now I okay. want you to tell listeners how negative thinking could hinder their business endeavors. Mm. Negative thinking will hinder your business endeavors. It by it, it'll stop you. Mm. It it will really stop you. It'll stunt your growth. You won't fully see your potential. You won't fully see what you're capable of. And let me tell you something. I mean, whatever it is that you are afraid of. Um, afraid of doing and, and being that's that's you need to look that in the eye mm-hmm. and you need to do it I don't care if it if it got your nerves it got you shaking on the inside you need to you need to really you need to do that because mm-hmm. you will never know what's on the other side of that exactly so don't don't let those um negative things or even even if it's something that comes up that's discouraging in your business journey like for me my my business name was taken at first I thought no one had overdressed but someone did mm-hmm. and so I had to add another name to that and you know just the whole process of that it was not easy as one two three to get my mm-hmm. business legal and and even now it's still I mean you're gonna always be learning so always be open to learning and always be um have courage to face those negative thoughts and those challenges that come up. Don't let that be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Cause you got Good everything, advice. got everything, got everything in you to do it. If God gave you that gift of vision, do it. Mm-hmm. Tell you not the roadblocks, burn it. Be, I'm telling you, it cannot eat at your table. It cannot sit at your table. Do not let it sit there. I love that. That's some good advice. Well, precious, yes. let listeners know what, find out more information about Overdress Couture. Yes. Well, everyone, y'all can find Overdress Couture um, on Facebook. I'm going to be relaunching um, my page. Um, y'all can find me at um, Overdress Couture Boutique 
on Facebook and I will be relaunching my YouTube page. And so I will be posting all of that on there as well as my new website. So all of that is coming soon for the month of August because month of August is the number eight and that is abundance and the number eight is infinite. So a lot of great things are coming for the month of August. So that's where you can find Overdressed Couture. And now, I look forward to yeah. meeting you and seeing you yeah. all. Yes. Now, listeners, you just heard that you just got those jewels. The number eight symbolizes abundance. That's why this episode is called Manifesting a Business Through Conscious Thought, because she is consciously manifesting her dreams. Yes. So thank you all for listening. Please go visit her Facebook page. Please like and share her page with others. And um, as I mentioned before, the month of August, which is abundance, I am highlighting businesses, entrepreneurs within our community. I'm bringing them out of the shadows into the light on the mm-hmm. Sacred Tree House podcast. Thank you. Yes. And thank you for having me, Kisha. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yes, of course. I love you, my sister. I love you. Love you forever, Kisha. Have a good night. You too. <laughs> All right. <laughs>